He's made entirely of Agro Craig, actually. <laughs> Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I that's lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pointy Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and why the PS5 being ultra-back compatible could legitimately end the console wars forever. At me if you wanna, but you know I'm right. Since the beginning of history, stories of giant monsters have been intertwined in the fabric of humanity. We have come to call these beasts kaiju. The Japanese word for strange creature has come to mean giant monster in English. Whether it's the Mothman, the Jersey Devil, or Godzilla, we live under constant threat of their uprising and invasion if you ask the right people. Wait, was the Jersey Devil a kaiju? I thought he was just like a little, like a, like a little miscreant. Like a meh. No, the Jersey Devil's like seven feet tall. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, you clearly have not watched enough Monster Hunter on Travel History America <laughs> channel or I clearly whatever. Need to, I'm clearly missing out. Matt, is this also your audition tape for the next, for the, <laughs> as, inter, as announcer for the next uh, Godzilla movie? Because <laughs> that read just like the, the voiceover over the opening credits of the next Godzilla movie. In a world. <laughs> um, <laughs> since the beginning of history, stories of giant <laughs> monsters. Sorry. Go on. Okay. After that. Uh, anyway, today I'm tasking these dudes to pitch me a shoreline defense from the kaiju. But why redesign the wheel? In 1987, the Mega Man series began to introduce us to a fleet of robot masters. I've called defense specialists Andrew Ice Spiders Henderson, Kyle Ghost Shark Harper, and Todd Dino Croc <laughs> Thomas to tell me which supersized robot master will take the front lines to fight the kaiju. You want to you wanna talk about the nicknames, Kyle? Oh, I know it's it's all the it's all the bad asylum movies that get played on Sci-Fi Channel, and they all sound like like Todd was talking about the the manatees pulling uh, idea balls out of the tank earlier, and that's what it sounds like. It's just like uh, ice spiders, <laughs> like Friends. the world's biggest game in right, my lips. Write a call, script. Call Tara Reid. She's in. I think I think if we were in a motorcycle gang, those would be our nicknames. Yeah, I was just gonna say because it also sounds like it could be on the back of like a motocross jersey, yeah, or what someone who does amateur MMA calls themselves. It also, I want to throw this idea out there: when you add spiders to the end of something, it sounds like an illness. Like Andrew's got a bad case of ice spiders. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ghost Shark is going to be my new handle on Twitch, I think. So. Oh, yeah. Perfect. It's going to have to be like XXX Ghost Shark 69 XXX. My favorite kind of Ghost Shark. I don't, I don't want to do these jokes anymore. Let's. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, give me the pitch. Uh, so the, the concept here is that we're going to take a Robot Master from the Mega Man series. We're going to blow him up to fucking X feet tall, and he's going to stand on the Pacific Rim because that's the movie we ripped this concept off of. So tell me which Mega Man game you've chosen a master from. What powers do they have? What makes them stand out? And it's an intro. You know what to do. All right. I'm going to start this off with introducing one of my favorite robot masters from my absolute favorite Mega Man game. He is the Purple Garden, leader of the 8th Armored Battalion, the scourge of the Buster Only Run. That's right. It's Armored Armadillo, the, uh, the guardian of the mines, the arbiter of absolute... Pain. I didn't have another title. <laughs> I only prepared two things. I've only prepared so much. The rule of threes. Um, Armored Armadillo is the walking tank of a boss protecting the mines level in Mega Man X. He is the physical manifestation of a good offense is the best. Damn it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he, is, he is the physical manifestation of a good defense is the best offense. He's a rolling, invincible tank of destruction. No matter what the kaiju throw up against him, he's going to brush it off like nothing. Then once he has an opening, he's going to use his invulnerable outer, sh outer shell to roll their faces into the ground, 
and blow them away with his actual head cannon. Um, did you call him the Purple Garden? Yeah, I would the like Purple to go Garden. back to that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, in the wiki. Yeah, in the I'm wiki, gonna, yeah. wiki. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. It's open on like at least four tabs on my computer. Uh, apparently, so, so to be fair, uh-huh. he, in one of the cartoons, I guess he's like a samurai and he calls, he has a samurai sword. And he calls that the Purple Garden. So, okay. admittedly, I took a little bit of a liberty, but <laughs> damn, the Purple Garden, that's pretty good. For not for a sword's name. <laughs> well, for an armadillo's name, <laughs> though, it's way better. For a tranquil place to, like, relax as a samurai, yeah. But, like, it's, like, lulling you into a false sense of security. Like, no, oh, you think that's, you're in... Is that, that's his magical Jaeger power? Yep. Yeah, because, okay, good. so... To, Good start. To be clear, I watched Pacific Rim exactly 24 hours ago for the first time, and <laughs> the the main Jaeger was called Gypsy Danger, and nothing strikes fear into the heart of the kaiju like Gypsy Danger and his partner, Purple Garden. To be fair, I don't know how closely the kaiju are checking the names of the giant battle robots that are fighting them. You better hope they're not. If I were six years old, I would have been fucking terrified of Gypsy Danger, because... My parents always told me if I was acting bad, they would sell me to the gypsies. So that gypsy danger. Not that's even, that that's is not problematic even on, a lot, of, on is, a lot of levels. <laughs> I mean, you, you grew up in a pretty progressive part of Pennsylvania, right? Yep. <laughs> do this, do nope. those words go together? Yep. We had a Walmart. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk more about Armored Armadillo. Um, Armored Armadillo is the most difficult boss in Mega Man X. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking... Well, he has a really easy weakness to exploit. That's why I say he's the scourge of the buster only run, because if you don't use electric spark on armored armadillo, he is fucking impossible. You can't hit him. He is absolutely invincible. There is a very small window in which you can actually blast him. He's the only boss in the whole game where you essentially have to use his weakness in order to kill him. Okay, so so you have taken like Don fan the Pokemon from Pokemon Mm -hmm. Stadium 2, I think. Where you had to roll around. Well, he's from in a Pokemon. Like, well, I mean, yeah, like, but like from the, Pokemon. the mini game where you like roll around in the square. Um, that's that's your defense for America. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Uh, moving are on. You, oh, go ahead. Are talk. you aware, Andrew Henderson? Yes, Todd. That a nickname for the armadillo is Hillbilly Speed Bump, and that is what you are putting in charge of defending the motherland. I think that's a very good Jaeger name. I, and I, I stand also, by it. I also it's think like that's a, that's a really good Jaeger name, actually. Like you, you helped him out there, Todd. That, that, that blew up in your face. And, like, and if that's the case, I think it's like different areas of the United States made a Jaeger and brought it to the Jaeger party, and that oh, yeah. is like oh, that yeah. is like Alabama rolled. And like, I think armadillos. Here? I think armadillos are going to be more like southern arizona texas but yeah but he, yeah you're you're definitely you're definitely wearing a 10 gallon hat while you're piloting this jaeger <laughs> like yes. it's you, you have to well, that'll be incredibly funny when we talk about who's going to be piloting it later on oh good well kyle what you got for me well matt i'm gonna uh it's hard to believe but i'm gonna disagree with andrew and say that the best what? offense is a good offense um so we we don't want to just keep the kaiju at bay we want to we want to send a message and make sure they go home with their tails tucked between their legs and never come back um and we're gonna do that by pounding them into submission with guts man he hits hard he he throws things and um he's gonna he's gonna make the kaiju just really regret ever coming to mess with the good old us of a Okay, so it was kind of easy with the whole armored armadillo thing to know like what Andrew's guy was, but what 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 exactly is a guts man? His superpower is guts. Matt, I don't know how that isn't more clear. He is a guts man. His his special power is guts and punching. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know who aren't familiar with Guts Man, his history is that he is a construction robot turned evil by Dr. Wily. He historically Punches and throws things. Uh, that's his. That's his wheelhouse in the Mega Man games. Is is punching things and throwing things. If you think um, he's the bulk of the, yeah. of the mm-hmm. Mega Man universe, he's he's the heavy. He's the he's the heavy. He's the he's the the muscle. Um, if you think if you think Donkey Kong in the original arcade game, uh, throwing barrels and and raining hell down on you, that's Guts Man. Okay. Um. 
any relation to like the aggro crag. <laughs> He's made entirely of aggro crag, actually. Okay, um, all right. Mark Mark O'Malley is his Jaeger pilot. Yes. <laughs> all right. Right. His name was Mark O'Malley. Yeah, nope, it's was, Mike yeah. O'Malley. It's Mike, Mike O'Malley. Mike uh, O'Malley. That's it. I hope he doesn't listen to our podcast. Gutsman. <laughs> Gutsman really favors the uh, the Purple Panthers. Uh, that team when he, when he watches. Uh, that is, we are crossing franchises, not the same thing. Judging by my knowledge of 90s Nickelodeon, this is the time of the show where I say, let's go to Mo. Mo. That'd be you, Todd. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm not sure when you're given like a near limitless smorgasbord of robot monsters to choose from why you would settle with a metal armadillo and a because robot he's no. Okay, well, except, you know, if anyone uses electricity against him, which you said, which every robot is going to have, or... A robot with no ranged capability and whose special power is punching. Punching and throwing, um, Todd. I specifically oh, said throwing, which, if you're not so, aware, is a ranged attack. So hopefully he's carrying around. I've I've seen Gutsman in action, so hopefully you're carrying around Jaeger-sized boulders at the ready to be thrown at the kaiju. Gutsman is fully prepared to throw Jaegers at Jaegers. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> oh, so my, my point is those choices are okay. Um, and, and for me, the first robot masters that I thought of were just incredibly too overpowered and like unreal for this conversation. So I was thinking like Gravity Man and um, the one that makes black holes and then like time control things that just don't. Happen. Why wouldn't you pick a good one? Yeah. Yeah. Because those Todd, are we're impossible. trying to defend America. Yeah. Here. <laughs> you're not trying to like, put like, them on even ground. Let's, let's keep it fair for these death dealing monsters and I'm, not I'm we, saying we trying to no, put on a show no. we're on the same we're on the same team kind of not really the point is that you can't create a robot that can make a black hole or stop time that's not a thing so in our unrealistic podcast i'm going to make a realistic answer and i'm coming in with one of the og robot masters who has to be a jaeger and that is quick man he is one of, if not the fastest robot masters to exist. He's like from the original Mega Man. He's been. He's from two. Yeah, well, him and I think him and Gutsman are in more of the Mega Man games than anyone else. Like it's, they're the two. It's Gutsman and Cutman are the two there you go, yeah. most um, represented in the Mega Man. So Quickman's up there. He's just in Mega Man 2. He's as represented so, as every so other now boss. So my point's been proven wrong, I'm going to make a baseless claim. <laughs> Probably number three. Who's counting? Um. All the wikis are counting. He uh, he wields razor sharp boomerangs that travel in threes, and he also uses giant razor sharp boomerangs as blade swords. He is built to be a Jaeger. Um, also, have you heard the Quick Man theme? Because it slaps. It's and really when good. he comes out to fight, it's going to be broadcasted on on air raid sirens everywhere. And that's that's what I'm bringing to the table today. He he looks he looks like a Jaeger. Look at him. What's your plan when when you throw these like however many boomerangs you got and they're just gone? Because they didn't come back. Well, they're boomerangs, Kyle. Um, <laughs> and they're and my guy's power is literally to create and throw them uh, along with being incredibly fast. Um, so but like, he's just going to keep making and throwing more. But it's not like he's the flash. Like he doesn't. He's just fast. Like he doesn't do anything oh, by being fast. Oh, he's not the flash. Because there is precedent in Your the Archie comics. So why? <laughs> There's precedent of his of his uh, his appearance in the Archie comics where he oh. like manipulates time around him. Of course, I he's wasn't in gonna the, say. Of it, course, this shit is, is in the Archie comic. <laughs> the Archie comics, of course, is the true canon we stick to here on uh, debate. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're actually paid. We're halfway endorsed by Archie. <laughs> I get a quarter every time I say Archie comics. Um, I almost want to like pick a new person and go with like Gravity Man just to further prove you prove you wrong. Like, why didn't you pick the the most obviously OG one or OP one? <laughs> because it's it's broken. Okay, have you okay? Have you played the Mega Man? Have Todd, you played the Mega Man Todd, when you use the gravity talking... power? You're just lifted out of the air. Like they're just gone. Todd, the things yeah, are great. Gone. Todd, we're talking about smashing giant robots into giant monsters. None yeah. of this is based in reality. I kind of want <laughs> every you, advantage that I have to put this in reality <laughs> is bumming me out. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to take the handicap so it makes my victory that much sweeter because the normal answer the normal answer would have been I pick Gravity Man and everything flies off into space the world saved. Done. You win. Congrats Podcast Todd. Over. You did it first. Let's talk let's talk more about Johnny Depp's zipper pants or whatever the fuck we talk about in this podcast. My question is why would you why would you even mention 
the two OP ones you didn't go with. <laughs> so, except to bum me out. No, I've got to say, wait, no, stop. I got to say, on Kyle's point, like, you're kind of like that kid who got called into a meeting and just started saying sorry for things he did without really knowing why he got brought in there. Because you were like, I could have won today. I could have come here to play. <laughs> I want you to know but I want you all to know that I, I chose done. not to. If I had drawn my blue eyes white dragon, I would have totally beat you guys. But I didn't. But I yeah, did. Def- but I definitely had. It. I just left it at but home. But it was the net. It was five cards away. If I had five drawn five more cards, I would have beat you guys. That's There's you, a lot Todd. of podcasts ahead of us. Let's I, just. I just we'll get there. real quick, just to kind of close on this point. I have some suggested reading for all of you, and uh, and those of you at home, you'll see it in your in your uh, the episode notes. Um, there's some really good clips of both of your chosen characters just getting taken out like fucking punks in the Mega Man cartoon. I'm sure there's no bias there, and there aren't any any videos nope. of Armadillo Man getting also, taken no, out like Armadillo a punk Man never made it either. into the cartoons. He wasn't important enough to make it into the cartoons. It's just because the Our cartoon came before, that's all. Next prompt. Yeah, the OGs. Next prompt. All right, while I am enjoying all of this discord, uh, I want to focus us on a new point and give you something else to argue about. So obviously the first issue here has already been addressed a little bit uh, between conversation is that each robot master is weak to the power of another robot master. And typically it's some elemental, very cliche bullshit. In the incredibly likely scenario that a kaiju matching the exact weakness of your robot attacks, what upgrades will you make to your robot master to not get absolutely decimated speedrun style? Right, so we already talked about Armored Armadillo's one weakness is Electric Spark. What happens when he gets hit with Electric Spark? Is it's not? It's like he, he probably kind of gets hurt a little bit, right? No, Todd, he loses his armor. Oh, the thing that makes him special! <laughs> oh, oh man, that's a bad design. So here's what we're gonna do: in order to in order to avoid that, we look. You, it, it takes it takes a big man to admit <laughs> their weaknesses. Okay. This is how we grow as people. This is how we grow as a society. So the way we're going to fix this very obvious flaw is we're going to do two things. We're going to outfit Armor Armadillo with lightning rods on, the, on each of his, end of his ends of his hands and on the top of his head to conduct any electrical tax attacks coming toward him. I don't think you know how lightning rods work. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works in this world with giant robots. And then also we're going to weave a rubber coating into its outer shell and uh, add rubber soles in its boots, in its little, in its little shoe boots. I'm sorry, um, did you say put ground? Put them, in a, put them in a gimp suit. Put them we're, in a gimp suit to no, ground. To um, ground I'm not, against I'm not reading that. I, I heard we're putting small booties on this giant armadillo, and I think that's adorable. <laughs> Thank you. We got we got one in favor. All right. So you're you're gonna insulate your armadillo. That's I'm gonna insulate the armadillo. Now I hate to poke holes in your plans, but again. As someone who watched Pacific Rim for the first time exactly 24 hours ago, I would say at least 60% of those monster fights happen in the ocean. I'm not so sure your rubber shoes are going to help you in the ocean, and I would like to know what your plan is to prevent your your master from losing its shell. Well, he yeah. told you, it's a gimp suit. He's going to put him in a big rubber um, gimp actually, suit. Actually... It's it's armadillo galoshes is what he's doing. So <laughs> we're gonna give him little booties and then we'll give him giant water wings so he can kind of float out there. And just... Um, final question. You have said both the words head cannon and lightning rod on his head in this podcast, and I would like you to explain the synchronicity of those two things. Oh, absolutely. So it's not head cannon, it is an actual head cannon that he shoots a big blast out of, which does like a crap ton of damage. Um, and it's pretty unavoidable. So I don't know. We'll just throw the lightning rod like yeah, on top of it or something. We have scientists. We can pay that's, to do, figure that that's out. For the, that's for the design nerds to figure yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andrew's, we'll fix it Andrew's in post. broad scopes. We'll cover up the big red flashy part with metal or something. I don't know. It'll be all yeah. right. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right. Well, with with your sureness that it will be fine, let's move on to Kyle. Uh, tell me about Guts Man's weaknesses and what you will do to make him not weak in those ways. Um, so Gut, Guts Man's um, like first weakness has been um, bombs, explosions. Um, you know, the same thing everyone's weak against. 
I too am weak <laughs> against explosions. Yeah. Wait. I'm sorry, are you not weak against explosions, Todd? Do you just go out and like take take explosions <laughs> to the chest? <laughs> that's, Todd the Dino Croc Thomas. I'm not so sure how weak against explosions you are. Well, I'm I'm I guess I'm I'm making a face because didn't you say he's a foreman and don't foremans regularly deal with like explosions and, and construction and things? Not his team. He builds oh, things. Different, oh. different team. He is a builder. <laughs> He, um, he's the blueprint holding he, foreman, not the blow up things be there he's foreman. He's the general contractor. Not <laughs> he, he, he puts things up. Explosions tear things down and make oh, him angry. Okay. That's the logic there, if you were wondering. Um, I, I, so, I wasn't, but okay. Uh, um, so we're going to outfit Gutsman with, uh, with um, shock absorbing padding. If you think Zero Dark Thirty... Um, when they're walking out to the bomb and it's really tense in that giant, like, super hot suit, it's going to be like that, um, which is going to really help him out. Like one of those add... bomb squad suits? Yeah, it's a bomb squad okay. suit, but for a, kai- hmm. for a kaiju fighting robot. <laughs> sure. And it's going it's... <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's to help him good. out because it's going gonna, it's gonna to add to his bulk and make his hits that much harder because he's just got more weight to throw behind it. Isn't it isn't it a padded suit? So by definition, <laughs> yeah. would that not make his hits weaker? No, it's got them gloves. Gloves are cut out. It's yeah, just, it's yeah. a sleeveless it's, it's padded pun- suit. It's punching hands and then padding the re- all over the rest of them. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Um, one of the things he's great at is throwing things. So if if they're if they're hurling bombs or explosive eggs or whatever it is, kaiju would <laughs> do would, nowadays would spit out that would blow up. He can just scoop it up and chuck it back at him because um, he throws things. I like and I'm not going to I think your argument's dumb, but I'm not going to make fun of that. What I am thinking right now is I'm just imagining this giant Jaeger like running out to battle and then being like, well, forgot to put my suit on and goes back in and has to like slide on a suit. It's all right. Like, my, it, it was this was better than my other idea of outfitting him with like a, a weird tennis racket to like slap the bombs back <laughs> so those were those were my two uh those were my two fixes for his bomb weakness kyle are, i while i'm hearing this i have to imagine that you were only considering the big cartoony like orb bombs and not like yes. actual yes. bombs right yes of course <laughs> they're, okay. they're, they're, they're giant like monsters they're shooting out like, like super mario brothers 2 bombs yes it's bomberman bombs yes. yeah it's bomber what they're bombs. throwing at you yes Okay. 100%. I just imagine Kyle's kaiju coming out like Ralphie's little brother in a Christmas story, like waddling out to fight <laughs> the kaiju. <laughs> but then he like, then he swings that arm around and clocks them in the face and they're, they're done. So it's fine. So he's, he is fully padded, but his hands are, are not padded. Correct. So he is, he is again weak to the same thing everyone else is. And that's horrifying firework incidents. Yes. But he doesn't play with fireworks because he's that, and I don't think I don't think he's he has fingers. I think he has like mittens. Oh, okay. fingers! He, I'm looking he? at many pictures of him with fingers. Here. <laughs> I'm specifically looking at pictures of his fingers. Actually, I think he's one of the few that has fingers. That uh, their arm isn't just like a sword. <laughs> now that guts man's fingers is in my search history, Todd, why don't you tell me about your weaknesses? Guts man's fingers is the name of my uh, is the name of my post grunt rock band. <laughs> that was the joke I wanted to make, but I was just gonna let it go at that point. Um, yeah. So one of the reasons why I brought up the fact that you wouldn't pick Flashman because he can stop time. And why you're asking that's like a power that I talked about is because that was the weakness for Quickman. So when there, that's not a thing. It's not a thing in this world. Whether whether we want to pretend that kaiju are because real it's or not, your weakness, kai- it doesn't exist. Kaiju, so we're kaiju, talking about kaiju. And since I brought the ball, I make the rules, and I'm going to take it home. It's my Nintendo. <laughs> there are kaiju that manipulate time. If you've seen um, the Tom Cruise movie Edge of Tomorrow or the the manga it's based off of, um, all you can there all. You can do is kill or something. The title of the manga is really bad. The title <laughs> of the movie is not great yeah. either. But but both are really good stories. And there are kaiju that can make you hate your parents, like in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Sure. Yeah. Also, in the sci-fi universe, there are kaiju sharks that come out of buckets of water. So we really <laughs> okay. don't need to have this canon discussion. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I'm still sticking with the, the time stopper attack that Mega Man would have to use to like really easily beat Quick Man. 
It's not real. So get out of here with that. It's unrealistic in this very realistic Gundam movie we were putting together. Quick Man is so fast and so nimble, um, but he does have, you know, those few specific historical weaknesses. Um, so one of them is it's not a huge weakness, but one of he is vulnerable to high heats and intense winds. So we're going to solve that by making Quick Man exclusively out of pure tungsten, um, which is a metal that can withstand something like 6,000 degrees Fahrenheit before it melts. Um, just like incredible <laughs> science. So why don't so, they make planes out of the stuff they make the black boxes out of? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. There we go. What is it? Jet fuel can't melt quick, man. So we're here. <laughs> there it is. We're That's here. the episode title. Uh, done. Um, and, and so it's tungsten is also very, very light, so it won't slow him down. Now, regarding the concern that he could be blown away, because that was apparently in one of the games, he was vulnerable to Windman, who could shoot tornadoes because he was so light. Um, we're going to engineer boomerangs into his like feet that uh, if he gets blown away, like ballistically blasted out of the uh, out of the, the zone of conflict too fast, they will grappling hook enable and deploy his anchors to bring him back down into the giant ocean that all Jaegers fight in. All right. There always an ocean. All right, um, so I didn't bring the worst idea to, to fight oh. combat your weakness yeah. to this first one. Of all, first of all, I want to poke holes in this a lot. Please. Um, tungsten is super heavy. Like, that motherfucker no. is going to be... It's four times heavier <laughs> okay. than lead or than titanium. But it's lighter than lead. I read that on the internet. Okay. It must be so true. Okay, have you titanium. ever heard of the term a lead balloon? It's, lead is really heavy. Yeah. Yeah, that's you could call it a you could call it fuck a baloney balloon. Baloney is heavier than air, like or helium or whatever <laughs> you want to use in this. That doesn't that doesn't track. Your Yours your robot you is going to your robot is going to be to get that thing to move like a yeah. foot, you're going to uh-huh. be overpowering its engines and that thing is going to overheat and then ironically and what no. is, and, what add, is, and we're what? adding on the the like it moves fast. That's its whole thing. So you're moving. You're, yeah. you're, you're trying to. Okay, what are move yours? What are yours made out of? The internet told me that tungsten. Okay, debate this, fans. You can just at me if if because I refuse to Google it again. <laughs> tungsten is lighter than lead. I have in my show notes. Your mistake was naming a specific metal that we can like run fact yeah. checks on. We're, you're not a metallurgian, Todd. You could have just tungsten. You could have just lighter. This is you could have said unobtainium because it's super light and fast, and we would have like couldn't have done anything because it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 here. I know osmium is the most dense metal! Exclamation point. Get out of here. <laughs> that's a thing that I just learned. Just get out of here. All right. Well, I was disinterested in chemistry in tenth grade, and I'm even more disinterested in it now. Also, the bottom, I'm mad at you. Make it. What? Huh? Go ahead. What? Make him out of whatever metals you want. He's so fast. It doesn't matter. And what are your what are your Jaegers made out of? I'm gonna make mine out of balsa wood. <laughs> Good. Carbon fiber, baby. That yep, would help the, the whole answer. electricity thing, actually. It's better than the galoshes. I'm mostly just mad <laughs> at you, Todd, because you said boomerangs on his feet, but those are gonna work like anchors. So like I I was thinking Gra- no that grappling hooks was, <laughs> grappling hooks was what it was because like, that makes him so much down. more sense. I a hundred percent that what I was gonna get was if my robot gets knocked out of the park, he gets he has boomerangs on his feet, so he just spins right the fuck. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love That's that scene. Physics work. You guys, I love that scene in Crocodile Dundee where he throws a boomerang and he uses it like a grappling hook to get to the other side of a building like Batman. That was my favorite scene in Crocodile Dundee. Wait, was that an actual scene in Crocodile Dundee? Because I feel like if it wasn't, it could have been. Yeah, I haven't seen Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) This is Schrodinger's moment of Crocodile Dundee. If I don't watch the movie, that scenario has or has not happened. That's true. It both has and hasn't happened. That's not a kaiju. That's a kaiju. Nope. (laughs) All right, well... We're just firing them out today. Good, good times, good times. Okay, uh, so considering this whole topic is a blatant ripoff of Pacific Rim, let's lean into that right now. The Jaegers in Pacific Rim aren't sentient robot masters. They're controlled Ready Player One style from, like, an internal cockpit. And I said Ready Player One style before I watched the movie, and what I should have said was, like, Power Rangers style because they're literally just Zords. 
Anyway. Hmm. Gundams, I think, is better. More cool. Go on. I'm not here to have the argument with you as to whether or not Power Rangers is cooler than Gundam, but I want you to know it's obvious that our opinions differ. Anyway, which video game hero will control your robot master in this bullshit world where tungsten is a light metal? <laughs> and boomerangs right. function this... as grappling hooks. <laughs> Andrew, go ahead. Um, we all pick Smash characters, right? Like we, like we did. One hundred percent. Yeah. Got oh it. yeah. Okay. So my character is going to be Samus Aran. Uh, and is it Aran? We... It's a Samus Aran. I always Aaron. Aaron. said Aaron. Okay, we'll say Aaron. Samus A A R O N. A A R O N. Yeah. <laughs> Sam S Aaron. Sam is a dude. A A R O N. Um, so I think, and the reason I picked this is in, in, in this backwards universe where tungsten is lighter than lead, or <laughs> lighter than, lighter than titanium, um, we're going to control. No, you're just making shit up. The way that we control the Kai, or the way that we control the Jaegers is remotely. So I like to think like, there's like, my, uh, Samus is in a big room and it's kind of like a VR thing where she's like her movements or the Jaegers mimics her movements. Jesus. The Jaegers movements mimic her movements. So if that's not what you had in mind, I don't know. Fuck you. That's where I went. <laughs> that's, well, that's exactly what I had in mind until I cool. watched the movie. And I was like, oh, oh shit, yeah. this is different than I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, that's more like they just have joysticks and they're like, jink, jink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting point. If you watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, <laughs> so so I, the reason I picked Samus, I think she is uh, the closest to Armored Armadillo in both movement and tactics, like how they fight. So I think she'd be really a really interesting analog to control the massive armored armadillo Jaeger. Um, so I think like to think about like her movements compared to armadillo's movements. You know, he's nature naturally defensive. He doesn't make a lot of unnecessary movements. His big attack is rolling up into a ball, and when he rolls up into a ball, that's when he turns. That's when he gets his outer shell and he bounces all around. He kind of like pinballs around the arena. I get that Samus has never done that, but just you know, roll with me here. Hey, roll with me. Talk about Ding ding. Um, so Samus has the morph ball, obviously. So I think that would be really cool to see her. You know, she moves around with the morph ball. It moves around with the morph ball, and she can kind of guide it around that way. So you know, very conscious movements. So he's not so much pinballing everywhere because that works inside a room, but doesn't necessarily work in the middle of uh, the ocean or on the beach, close to the ocean, not in the water. Um, Furthermore, I think they're very similar in uh, kind of their shared views and morality, which to say that armor, a giant walking armadillo has morality is admittedly weird. But uh, in the Mega Man X remake, Mega Man Maverick Hunter, um, it's really bad. Do not play it. They remade it for PS1 with like shitty, like 32 bit poly graphics. But they added a bunch of dialogue to give all the different bosses personalities because you know, a giant metallic armadillo just can't be a giant metallic armadillo. It's true. So, so the voice that they gave Armored Armadillo was very like, I am under strict orders to protect this mine. Um, he's like, he's very like, he's got like that soothing baritone, but he's like, he's very driven. He's, he's what I would call like, K-I-R, not K-I-R, lawful neutral. You know, like, he's just taking orders, right? And that's kind of what Samus is all about. Like, she's just taking orders. Like, Federation tells her to go destroy a planet. She's going to go destroy a planet and get paid and get the hell out, right? I think their their temperaments are very similar, um, and uh, armor and armor. So 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 X is going back and forth with armor and armadillo. He's like, I'm going to protect this mine. And X is like, You don't need to take orders of someone like Sigma, whether he's insane or not. It's not my place to judge him. Enough talk, you know. He's like, he's a, he's 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 a he's a giant armadillo, and that's why I like him. <laughs> I don't hundred <laughs> percent know how all of those th- you like you were a lot of unnecessary characterization. I feel like well, welcome, welcome to Capcom's remakes. Like that's yeah, but like your <laughs> that's what they do. Your Samus Aaron Hollow deck was good, and I, I was really there with you. And then then you took it somewhere, and I got lost on the way. Uh, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he drives. He, he drives his point until no one is on the ship with him. Yep. And then keeps going a little further than that. Only the brave come to this corner of insanity. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, go ahead. Uh, what is or what or who is driving your kaiju? I'm sorry, not your kaiju. Driving your robot master from within or from a remote location. That part's rather irrelevant. So what or who is a good a good way to phrase it? Um, so he he's he's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. <laughs> <laughs> and he's finally back to kick some kaiju tail. 
Um, we're I'm I'm fighting kaiju with kaiju here. Um, Donkey Kong is gonna pilot my uh, my gutsman kaiju fighting robot. Well, um, you guys, Tyler, are you saying that Donkey Kong is a kaiju? Because that's kind of awesome, it, isn't he? He's a giant. He's a giant ape who I get behind that. Well, is he giant? Throws things. I mean, he he was. I think. Well, I think original like he's like or, eight talking, feet tall. Like original arcade Donkey Kong two, where like Mario is yay big and Donkey Kong is like yay big. climbing up buildings, yeah. stealing people. I think Donkey Kong is one hundred percent a kaiju that we've we've brought into our home and and now he's fighting for <laughs> us <laughs> a domesticated kaiju if you will my my point is they both they both punch and they both throw things and i'm pretty sure the original gutsman model wasn't too it's not a baseless claim to say they were trying to rip off donkey kong as best they could uh because original donkey kong just throws things that you have to dodge and that's all you do with, with the original gutsman fight yeah, they both they both throw their weight around. They're both known for punching. Um, it I I can't I can't extrapolate it out much further like Andrew did, but I don't think you want me to either. Um, just my imagine Donkey Kong in a VR headset with like big VR like robot translating gloves on, punching things, and you'll you'll see why it is the best option. See, I I have one I have one change if you're willing to listen to reason kyle let's, i think let's this is it. i think this is an, and then decide if i if i want to take it fair i think this is an example where you need him to be in the suit like a giant mech because i want to see donkey i want to see that wind up punch <laughs> you know <laughs> oh, what i mean the wind up punch was definitely in mind um okay. yeah i'm not i'm not uh the details of whether he's in it or it, uh, far away in the vr headset mm. are diff are are lost on me. We've got I, we've got people for that. It's fine. We'll yeah. figure it out later. Um, but yes, his his punches, his arm movements directly translate to gut, giant gutsman robot arm punches, and that's all that matters. I also like to think because there's always the, the like the pilots suit up and they like get latched into the thing they're doing. For Donkey Kong, he's putting on extra large size versions of those Hulk fists, those big green like <laughs> fists that, that were so popular years ago. Like, because Donkey Kong's already huge, and he's putting on even huger giant fists. Yes. Like, that those and and his and his tie. And you've got it. <laughs> and it's like a close-up of him like putting the tie on. Like it it's a de- he takes off way. he takes off his everyday tie and puts on his ass kicking tie. <laughs> his tie Jew. Uh, all right i don't want wow. no no more of that todd todd please save us from this place so a couple things um i was doing some research on the internet and wouldn't you know it tungsten wasn't the word i wanted it was titanium oh. titanium so because duh tungsten <laughs> is is a very heavy metal <laughs> whereas tight for those of you, so welcome to, to Science Corner on Debate This. It's a podcast within a podcast where Todd talks about the weight of a cubic foot of metal. And so tungsten oh is... Oh, God, he's going to do it, too. He's going to tell... Tungsten's 1,200 pounds per cubic foot. Oh, my. Titanium is 200. So, so titanium, friends. So, um, but real quick, I'm just going to say titanium a couple times on a dry run so you could edit it in over all the times I said tungsten. Absolutely not. You can do that titanium. if you want, but I'm not going to titanium. do it. Titanium. <laughs> titanium. Okay. So, now that we've got those, good job. Um, <laughs> my, uh, so, okay, so my quick man Jaeger, now that he's made of titanium, is much faster than my quick man Jaeger made out of tungsten. Um well, so I think that's all the time we had for today. It was, it was really fun to talk about titanium, but we probably have to get to the super secret question. Good, uh, good arguments, Todd. So, so he's he's fast and nimble, and he's a little bit arrogant. Um, so it's going to need a fast, nimble, and arrogant pilot. Uh, someone with nerves of steel or or titanium in this case, <laughs> and 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 uh, and a renowned Formula Zero racer. I'm talking about a bounty hunter with an electrified knee, perhaps. That's right. You're going to get a hot injection of Captain Falcon to come and meld in to a virtual reality Hugh Jackman real steel all mo-capped up situation. He's going to show you his moves. 
And by show you his moves, I mean he's going to dash across the water Naruto style and blast you with a hailstorm of bladed boomerangs. Oh, did Todd manage to shoehorn Captain Falcon into an episode of Debate This again? I'm so surprised. <laughs> he, you, so you you talked about Darth Kong putting on his ass-kicking tie. Captain Falcon wears a like ass-kicking ascot. Like He's got his ascot and a scarf, and he's like, <laughs> he walks up. Todd, yeah, you've disappointed me a lot today. And Do you want to talk about more titanium? No, I, I want to talk more about titanium why facts. in the world you picked the video game character to pilot Quickman that wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog. So I thought he's about bad it. At making um, decisions. No, that's, no, that's no, the no, no. Todd's gonna say no. a long, give a long, mm. good reason, but it's he's bad at making decisions. Because he needed I, no, someone I, as useless as Quickman to pilot it. Okay, <laughs> you're you're how okay if your if your freaking Jaeger is how is your Jaeger powered? I hope it's not electricity at all. Anything. If I've learned anything from playing Kingdom Hearts 3, it's that the power of friendship, <laughs> friendship. will power everything that we ever need. What, what, is that what powers the gummy ship? Because that's what powers the Jaeger. That's what, that's what fuels my fire, my inner fire, my inner desire. No, and I, I thought about Sonic. I legit did because I, I think that's where that one also makes sense. I just think Captain Falcon's a way better fighter, both in tiers of Smash Brothers and also yes. All right. <laughs> I mean, you can think that. You're entitled to that opinion. It's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. As soon as Sonic lost his old supersonic smash, like it was game over for Sonic. You don't need him anymore. Mm. This is a different episode this of debate this. Yeah. But yeah, my point let's... is Captain Falcon and Quick Man work they're they're both a little arrogant, they're both cocky, they both move fast. Cut print, send tweet. Great. All right. Well, now that we have talked about your master, their weaknesses, and their pilot, I need to inform you that in this weird alternate reality in which we are thinking, the worst has happened. Because of reasons, the robot masters have become self-aware. Luckily, no giant robot comes without some undisclosed weak point or self-destruct button. So what do we have to do to shut your robot down in the case that it turns evil and tries to destroy the city in the third movie that they will inevitably shoehorn into this series. Take off the galoshes. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. That's it? That's all? That's all Are, you got? Yeah. Is this, so is this question like, what is the big blinking weak point? The big blinking red weak point of our of our robot master. That's exactly yeah, what this the, question what's is. What's the off button? Yeah, what's, okay. what do I have to hit three times to stop your robot master? I mean, I think the obvious answer is some like remote power, like remote fail safe, like two keys going in, you know, turn at the same time <laughs> and it just remote shut down. But I, I think, I like to think that the gloshes are the source of its power and I'm going to stick with gloshes <laughs> as my final answer. A really, really elaborate um, mousetrap-esque like, <laughs> situation, like Rube Goldberg big, machine. Big old wedge it cheese. Pulls off, it pulls off the galoshes, and the Jaeger goes, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm meaningless again. So do you, have to, do you have to pull the galoshes off of the Jaeger? Or do you just have to like rub your foot on them? Yeah, you've gotta you've gotta pull them off like like the scene in Infinity Wars where they're like trying to get the glove <laughs> off him, except it's two galoshes on his feet. No, you have to get a comically large empty or banana peel and then set the ah. banana peel near him so that he goes, Oh no. And he slips off and then then them galoshes will come off. And gets stuck turtle style on his back. Yeah. Get <laughs> he gets his shell. See, I think that's the real answer. I think his weakness is getting him on his back, and he just yeah. can't, and can't he, roll back over. Yeah. He does that thing in Philbert and Rocco's Modern Life, where he's just like, oh no, yeah. oh no. <laughs> I'm nauseous. Yep. I'm nauseous. All right, Kyle, go ahead. What's the what's the big blinking weak point of Gutsman? So all all the images I see of Gutsman show him with a giant red dot right in the middle of his chest <laughs> um, iron man style so i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say driving something through that giant red dot on his chest will uh will incapacitate guts man so it's anything well because like so here's the problem is i don't i don't want your big blinking weak point to be so weak that a kaiju can take it out so is it just anything can go through the giant blinking red dot or does it have to be a tungsten sword? <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful sword there it's is. It's so heavy. 
<laughs> it's too heavy for normal a normal person to lift, so it, it's a good it it's good that it's tungsten. It's like King Arthur's um, sword. So if if we're gonna go if we if we want the less obvious answer, I think um the best way to incapacitate a rogue gutsman robot master would be binding his hands in some way. So he can't throw his signature punches and so he can't toss items. Um if you bind his hands, he just loses all his power, guts down. This is so far giving me this great image of Armored Armadillo stuck on his back like a turtle and Gutsman <laughs> extension corded to a gigantic office chair. <laughs> yes. Yes, those are the two silliest extrapolations of the things we suggested. Good. Um, I'm glad. Well, Todd, go ahead. What's what's the extrapolation that I can make about your silly solutions? So the whole concept of what we're doing here is pretty silly. And I think the only way it's going to get weirder or sillier is just to, like, double down. And so... For Quick Man, his biggest weakness, and in just in general, he has an aversion to having this is time. heavy tungsten body. <laughs> <laughs> someone presses the for someone presses the titanium to tungsten converter button, and that's game over. No, no. My thought is that uh, he has a, a strong aversion to having time stopped around him. So we're gonna call a Flashman Jaeger with the time stopper power to stop time. And that Jaeger is piloted by Sonic the Hedgehog. That's the only way. <laughs> and, and, so, and so what you realize is we've now kind of started a Russian doll situation. If that one goes rogue, we need, we're going to need like a Gravity Man one. It's almost exactly like a game of Mega Man from which we're <laughs> yeah, taking this yeah. whole concept. <laughs> it's effectively, we've created, a, we've created a rock, paper, scissors situation of, of, of bloodthirsty uh, Jaegers that have all gone rogue. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, let's just hope that, that we don't have, you know, a, a, a loss of galoshes or extension cord malfunctions because mine is also not great. Awesome. Well, uh, with that, that ends my questioning. So give me your closing statements. Sum it up for me and tell me why your defense mechanism and your robot master deserves to be on the front line to protect America from the kaiju. Well, well Matt, I think if we learned anything this evening. None of the robots that we've brought forth are the most powerful. <laughs> if we can agree on one thing. As Todd clearly spelled, spelled out that he left two more powerful yeah. robots on the cutting room floor. I sidelined them. Yeah. We definitely went with the C team. So of the C team, I still have to argue that Armored Armadillo is easily the most powerful, again, of this group. He's the only one of this group that can't easily be taken out by just the normal buster. And, you know, the other two bosses, you can literally just hop around and shoot them. Uh, where Armored Armadillo actually uses, has tactics and, you know, has weak points and has parts that you can't hit, unlike a little jump and shoot man. That is why he, Armored Armadillo, the Purple Garden, <laughs> is going to lead us to victory against the Kaiju. Got it. Awesome. Uh, Kyle, what you got? So that would all be great if we were fighting a little jump and shoot man, but we're fighting giant monsters that, um, based on the reality we're pulling this from, sprung out of an interdimensional portal. And um, I, I've got the only one who is just there to beat and throw them back into that interdimensional portal from which they came until there are no more of them to, to punch away. Gutsman is he's the longest running robot master in the Mega Man games. He doesn't give up and he's just going to keep showing up and punching them back into submission like the, the good kaiju fighting robot he was made to be. All right. And Todd. So not only are we not fighting little jump and shoot mans, we are fighting monsters the size of a city block, lumbering, huge monstrosities. You need something that is quick and nimble, something that is reliable with weaponry, something that is lighter than tungsten, and something... <laughs> and that's, that's his tagline. Quick man, and lighter so, than tungsten. Not the heaviest metal. And, and, and something that, is, that has an armory that, that is replenishing of itself. He shoots boomerangs that come out in trios, and he has an unlimited supply of them. He can wield them as giant weapons. Quick man is built to look like a Jaeger. Quick man is such a good option. And for the naysayers that want to say, why didn't you go with 
Flash Man who can stop time. <laughs> I'll say this. 40% of the Mega Man when, bosses. <laughs> when, when, we, when we were talking about what your greatest weaknesses are, if we were to deal with like a kaiju that has it, I'm telling you, if we deal with kaiju that can freeze time, I, for one, want to be the first to welcome our new kaiju overlords. <laughs> because, because we're done. It's pack it up. Go home. No amount of galoshes or, or you know, padded ballistic sleeveless vests are going to save us if that is the case. Fair. Great. Well, I have a lot to consider. I've enjoyed your presentations. And now I'm going to take my notes into the debate this situation room and meet with the debate this heads of the security debate this council. And we're going to come out here with a debate this I don't know, fucking plan to defend America. So while we're working on that. Stuck the landing. <laughs> it was a 10 until it was a three. Uh, with that being said, why don't you guys give each other some good vibes? Cool, yeah. Um, so Kyle, I'll start with you. Uh, Gutsman is, of these three, he is the most Jaeger-like. 100% hands down. Thank you. That was a very good pool. Uh, the, I like the idea of him being like a like a wrestler like a big robot wrestler <laughs> that's that's really fun to me and uh and todd um yours was definitely the most entertaining option is that is that a good vibe um no i yes. think uh i think the boomerang i think if we can make some adjustments to the boomerang it's more like more boomerangs of, more boomerangs probably mm-hmm. um more tungsten boomerangs <laughs> um i think we could i think we could we could make this a real a real second place candidate <laughs> a real runner-up at homecoming <laughs> a real, we can take him to the western front good understudy yeah andrew i i i think armored armadillo is actually like the more the one of the the more creative choice it's a like um you know the a good a good defensive like a good tanky uh kaiju fighter i think that's a that was a good a hot take on this question and todd you you're right quick man does look very kaiju-y um jaegery jaegery that's what i that's what i said what'd you say Um, (laughs) i I said kaiju um, my bad and and i think i mean logistics of infinite uh boomerangs and tungsten lighter being lighter than lead aside was a good kaiju fighting pick. I I know the debate part of the episode's over, but I don't want to I don't want to argue about limitless boomerangs when we literally had a discussion of creating black holes and freezing time and reversing <laughs> gravity that hamstrung like hamstring me at the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> All of that said, I would agree a lot with what Kyle said. I think Armored Armadillo is probably like one of the best ones if not the best one from that grouping. There was a weird like Pegasus unicorn thing that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh fuck the Pegasus. Um. All the all the <laughs> X bosses are like animals. There. Yeah. There was a flying Pegasus one where he like shoots rainbows in darkness or something. It was a weird. It was a weird like jump away from the normal like robot master. But I think it was still pretty cool. And armored. And so again, unless you are equipped with electricity, armored armadillo <laughs> is like a real son of a bitch. Like yeah. it's just it's funny like in the research for this episode, looking through videos and reading wikis and whatever, like I watched someone do the buster only run on it's real like hard. armored armadillo and it sucks. Yeah. It like, Oh, it's so bad. Cause like you have to cheese it. You can only hit him when he's shooting at you yep. basically. Yep. Like, so you got to play chicken with your shots. And then, then you see like the side by side comparison of when you use electricity, like, yeah, he's, then he he's goes gone. down like a bump. <laughs> well, like him and him and spark Mandrel were created that way to showcase, like to teach you how to like, like, Hey, in this game, you have to use weaknesses because you can play the OG mm-hmm. Mega Man's and never use weaknesses and be fine. Yeah, but it's like no, like you have to do it now. Um, and then I really like Guts Man. Um, in fact, when I was kind of brainstorming for this, like out of what Robot Masters I knew, I was like, man, Guts Man, just like he's like kind of the Iron Giant. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of Donkey Kong. Like he's just cool. And so when I saw that you had already picked Gutsman, I was like, all right, like I can I can find someone else. But Gutsman, Gutsman's a good one. And he's, you know, obviously like one of the like you I think you said shows up the most with Cutman. Yep. Um, it's funny. He kind of plays like the big dumb brick in the old cartoon, which I forgot that I had watched growing up. And so, 
Yeah, I thought Gutsman was a was a super good pull. I was really glad that you compared him with Donkey Kong. Donkey so Kong driving really Gutsman is real good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I I also really enjoyed kind of doing some some research on Gutsman. That uh, I think I'd posted it in our shared group. Like he's a civil engineering robot master. Like, yes, that's I just yeah. I just think it's so cool that he's like ah <laughs> oh, yes this is this is I'm, we're gonna build this this infrastructure is going to stand for test of time like. And and that he also works alongside of Bomb Man, which is unfortunate that he's weak to bombs. That, it's his weakness. Yeah, it, it's yeah. all right. They're, that's why they're friends. So they don't have to be enemies. There is this like crazy elaborate lore with like all the robot masters, like having real functional mm-hmm. jobs in society. I love it. Yeah, well, because they were because the, the original ones were at least the original ones were created by Dr. Light and then yep. Dr. And then corrupted Wiley. by Dr. Wiley. Yeah. The other fun thing about that I really like about Gutsman is that. He his animation is what Mega Man does when you grab someone in um, yes. in Super Smash Brothers. Yes, that's why like Mega Man holds him up real awkwardly. Yes, yes. that is the Guts Man pose. Huh. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, fun fact. Right. Well, now that I've now do you want to do you want to hear more about tungsten and <laughs> titanium? Because I got some of those facts tucked All right. away. As well. I think it's time yeah. to wrap it up. Yeah, I've got enough fun times for the day. Todd gets to pick the next episode, and it's going to be which which metal would you <laughs> build your which metal is best metal? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that question laid out there for the world to answer on their own time, I'm going to answer the question we came here today to answer, and that is which robot master should take the front lines against the kaiju now after having my discussion with this de- with the debate this security council we have come to a decision and the first part of that decision is that it definitely isn't todd um oh, todd, man todd, you disappointed oh, me a couple too many and times that's how, and that's how they said it they didn't say we're not going with quick man it's <laughs> it's not todd yeah <laughs> is it is it did i need more titanium tungsten was it was that what i was missing no, I, was it was it not enough titanium tungsten talk <laughs> that's or, I, I was afraid it would be to be that. honest with you tungstenium when your answer to the first question is i could have done better but i chose not to <laughs> it's it's a hard sell to a security council hey matt matt let me defend todd for a second you either get a good job or a cheap job you don't get both <laughs> I I will also I will also do a callback to when I picked Dracula, the the monster that has all the powers. And I was like, well, he's got all the powers. Um also, I just I was, you know, I was disappointed that it wasn't Sonic. When you said Quick Man, okay, I thought Todd loses, got I, it. I thought that this was the time that we were going to shoehorn Sonic back into a debate this episode, but no. So, <laughs> that fair. leaves me with Kyle and Andrew. Um, Armored Armadillo and Gutsman, both very good choices and very good pulls and positives and negatives to both for sure. Um, I like that they are both big brute force defense walls. I'm into that. Um, I really liked both of your captain situations. Uh, Andrew, your whole Samus Aran holodeck idea was really cool, but... I would like to remind you that I watched Pacific Rim 24 hours ago and shit in Pacific Rim got real bad for the Jaegers when there was a kaiju that showed up with an electric shock power. And with the canon already set that kaijus can use electricity against us, I'm not sure that weak against electricity, even with galoshes, is going to go on the front lines of of defense. So, Kyle, specifically... For yeah. seeing Donkey Kong spin his arm, but it being Gutsman looking kind of like Jeremy Renner in the Hurt Locker when he takes the helmet off to see him it, goofily spin super, his arm around. It's that like it's that like super anime zoom out too, where you like see Donkey Kong zooming it and it like cuts out and and Gutsman's doing it, and then you get the split screen of them doing it next to each other, and then like the punch happens at the same time, right as the music peaks, and it's. Awesome. I just want everyone to know that's what I envisioned when I picked Donkey Kong. Rocky 3 ending. Absolutely. And with that, that is going to do it for this episode of Debate This. So thanks for listening. Follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast. And check out our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review so more people can hear this stupid, ridiculous, dumb show. Until next time, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Andrew Fashionable Galoshes Henderson. I'm Kyle. I don't have a 
creative nickname for the end of the show, Harper. Do we want to wait and let you recut that? <laughs> <laughs> you can like think of one. It's fine. I can or use that use one. one. Or just use the one that you let's, have here. Let's leave that good. in. And I, I, I also partially edit the show and can cut one in, but I like mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Todd. Titanium melts at 3,034 degrees Fahrenheit, Thomas. And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us by the swing sets, nerds. 